0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing seer activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the seer activation challenge at tinyurl.com slash activation. tinyurl.com slash activation. You can also opt to get these three books, seer dimensions,
1: talk to you, and this is the last foundational lesson that you're going to learn. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about the four dimensions of revelation and interpretation. I think that it's worth us talking about it. Um, and I want, I want to give it to you so that you can understand uh, when Jesus taught, um, he taught in context. So a lot of us understand what Jesus is talking about from the context of today, of a contemporary society. But when he taught, they they were taught and given an understanding based on the context of that day. But what makes the Bible so uh, relevant is that it's quick and powerful. It's living. And so if you know that it's living, it means that it 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 is the word of god penetrating um your life that brings about the change it's not necessarily the um type of delivery or how a person delivers um, a message they could be quiet they could be loud but it's the word of god that it's alive no matter how animated uh, a preacher is they could be even boring but the word of God will go to work. So we want the word of God to begin to work, but I want to give you a greater understanding. Um, You're my life group, whether or not we decide we're going to use this part of it or not is inconsequential, but I want to give you this um, so that you can really understand um, how to begin to um, sit and meditate and, 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 and not skim over a text and not think that you know what the text mean and not read into the text. I want you to have the discipline of um, letting the text speak to you and letting God speak to you and letting God quicken the text to you. Amen. So let's pray. Our Father to God, thank you once again for bringing us here. It's been remarkable. And even as we continue to lay the foundation, I pray that we will have open spirits, open hearts to what you were saying. And we'll be open to for change and open to having a paradigm shift and challenge in our Christian walk. I pray that the heavens will be open and that you would anoint me and that you would give me uh, articulation of speech and that we would take very complex concepts and just make it simple so that uh, people are able to walk it out in a practical way. Bless our time together in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter four, verse 11 to 12. And he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables that seeing they seeing, that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand lest at any time they should be converted and their sin should be forgiven them. So it's interesting because we, we learned earlier um, that that sin is really an issue of strategy and it's a misalignment of strategy. Um, and it's a strategy where God has a mark, um, a plan for you and your strategy Keeps you missing the mark. It keeps you misaligned with the plans that God has for you, and that's what sin is. People that are missing the mark, and it all boils down to strategy. Is their life strategy, and if we change our life strategy, we'll get a different result. And there are people year after year that keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Financially, they do the same thing. They're doing the same thing with their relationships, and 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 then they jump from one relationship to another, and they. Take take that strategy with them and this relationship doesn't work out and this job doesn't work out and this project doesn't work out and this initiative doesn't work out. And they think that life is against them. God is against them. And maybe it's not God's will, but maybe it's an issue of your strategy. And this is what Jesus wanted to give. He wanted to give the disciples an understanding of these mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. So a mystery is something that is hidden, something that is not obvious, uh, and something that is intentionally and deliberately and carefully concealed. So this is what Jesus was saying. It's given to you to know the mysteries, but not to them. But it's interesting. Somehow the world has ended up with our principles because they began to understand that these mysteries includes laws. So they're working these laws. They're working economic laws, social laws. You know, they're working all these laws and the laws that were given to us. God said that I've given you the keys of the kingdom, not the key to the kingdom. The key to the kingdom is salvation. The key of the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom are these laws, are these mysteries that that Jesus was she- sharing with his disciples. And so Jesus was like a rabbi. He was he was like someone that had several degrees and they they would sit and they would learn. And that reminds me of how MIT started. MIT started as a series of lectures and you have a few people that showed up at these lectures, and then it morphed into an actual institution of higher learning. It's an Ivy, Ivy League, one of the top universities in the United States of America. It started as a series of lecture. And today, I have Kingdom School of Ministry, which started as a series of lectures by Jesus. And it morphed into a school, and it morphed into an institution. And it was given to me by God. And so it is now we are here. And we are learning about the kingdom. And these are mysteries. And you have people like um, uh, Thomas Edison that ended up at these lectures. And it's, it, you know, you, you have these great thinkers. And they were young. They were not even in their 30s. They were in their 20s. And they wanted to know more about the universe and how the universe works. And you have Thomas Edison, at young. And they called him, to, with Thomas Edison, he, he was an intellect. And, uh, when he was in school, they didn't realize that he had a hearing problem. And so he was in the back of the class. He can't hear the teacher. And so by the time it came time for him to do his homework assignment, he didn't, he, he couldn't hear. And so his mom takes him out of school. He ends up setting up a business and he, he had an accident and his boss beat him and caused a deafness in one ear and, and the other, he was hard of hearing. And, uh, uh, so his story is interesting and a lot of people have similar stories where people judge you, but I can't hear. And a lot of people are sitting in church and these sermons are being preached. But they can't hear. We're we're not talking about them hearing a word. They can't understand. They have no context. Nobody gave them a context. And so they get these messages. They don't know what to do with it because if your context is wrong, your conclusion is wrong. So they're sitting in church year after year, decreeing and declaring, giving seeds, and and they're they're not able to grasp because they're trying to understand, okay, they're talking to us about a kingdom. Where is this kingdom? The kingdom of heaven is a literal spiritual place, but it is spiritual. That means you get there through spiritual means. I've given to you the, the, the mysteries of the kingdom and the key to the kingdom is salvation. But now you got to open up all these other doors, you got to go all these other places, and there are laws. And ignorant to the law is no defense. And a lot of us are breaking kingdom laws and we don't even know that we're breaking kingdom laws. That's good. Come on. And so we keep getting prosecuted, prosecuted, and we think, oh, it's the devil? No, you broke a spiritual law. But nobody taught us about the laws. So how can I keep the law if I if you didn't tell me? And then we're using one key for everything. Everything, are you with me? So we get one principle and we're using it for everything. But if you're in the realm of economics and finances, there are a series of keys or laws or principles that you use there. Then when it comes to health, there's a series of laws and keys. Then when it comes to your relationship, series of laws and keys. When it comes to destiny, series of laws and keys, because decisions, destiny is attached to your decision and decision-making has its own laws. Are you with me? So a lot of us are just taking one law and we're trying to get in all the doors and we are decreeing and declaring this door is going to open and I got the key and you put the key in and it's the wrong t- key and you say I rebuke you devil and the devil saying I'll take the glory it ain't me you know but I'll take the airtime." time yeah. and God is trying to say oh here's the key over here but we, we're not getting it. And so this is a generation that is going to get what it means to live in the kingdom. And we're going to do great kingdom exploits. He said it is given to you to know the mysteries. And, and a mystery, again, is something that is hidden, but it's intentionally, deliberately, and carefully concealed. It's something that is willfully purposefully, premeditatedly, pre-planned, voluntarily, volitionally hidden and it's shrouded and it's concealed waiting for an individual that has capacity. Say I have capacity. Because what God is not going to do, he's not going to waste the resources so that you use it on yourself. It's about advancing the kingdom. Deuteronomy 29 29, my favorite text, it says the secret things belong unto God but those things that are revealed belong unto us. It is given to you. I'm going to reveal the kingdom. God wants to give you the kingdom. And he wants to give you the principles. And he wants to give you the laws. And he wants to give you access. And he wants to give you opportunity. And he wants to give you power. And he wants to give you networks. And he wants to give you abundance. And he wants to give you wealth. And it's waiting for someone that has the capacity. Shout I have the capacity. So you need context and you need capacity. And then God will give you the mysteries of the kingdom. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit in your life when you pray, stop talking so much and take some time to listen. Prayer is a two-way conversation. You talk to God but I bet you God has more to say to you than you have to say to him. He's got answers. He's got solutions. He's got ideologies. He's got philosophies. He's got downloads. He's got mental models. He's got paradigms. He's got insight. He's got technologies. He's got designs, and this is what a mystery is. A mystery is a design, it's a download, it's a mental model, it's a philosophy, it's a paradigm, it's ideas, it's ideologies, it's insight, it's innovation, it's technologies, it's dogmas, and he said it is given to you to know them, to be intimate with them, to use them, to say, I understand, I understand how to access it. I understand how to use it. And when I use this key, I know what this is going to do. When I say this, I know what this is going to do. When I do this, I know what this is going to do. He wants you to have insight. It's like when you're teaching kingdom economics and you say, okay, there's a difference between your tithe, there's a difference between your offering, there's a difference with widow's mite, there's a difference with your seed, there's a difference with a $1,000 seed, and you tell people, look, a $1,000 seed does this, a widow's mite does this, and you know, your tithe does this, and once you understand, you can work it, and you don't need a special time in the service for you to give a $1,000 seed. If you know what it's going to do, you do it by revelation, shout, I got the revelation. You don't wait to your pastor to say clap your hands when you know what's going on in the realm of the spirit. You don't have to wait to come to church. You can do it in your house. You could do it in your car because you understand what clapping of the hands do. Do you not know that when you clap your hands you are not only uh, 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 establishing yourself in the realm of the spirit you are also healing your body when you clap your hands. Do you not know that your hands, when you strike your hands, and you strike part of your hands, and you strike the back part and the front part, part of your body comes into alignment? Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout! Oh, yes! I want, this is what he was saying. I want you to understand. I want you to be intimate with it. When it comes to rabbinical teaching, Jesus was a rabbi. And so it was understood that there was some truth that was not obvious. And it was not easy to understand. And so what they would do, a rabbi, they would dig deep and they would look for the hidden purpose and the hidden counsel. And they would be looking for the secret will of God. The Bible said there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. And so a mystery is the counsel of the Lord. There are many ideas that are floating around, but he said, what I'm going to do is give you the counsel. I feel the anointing of God. I decree during your next devotion, you will be sitting before God and you will receive the counsel from God. I release you now, and I decree you are open to receive the counsel of God. And whatever questions you have about your life, your family, your business, uh, what to do next, I decree that you would receive the counsel of God concerning it in Jesus' name. So that's the mystery. I was given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. The disciples wanted to understand and interpret. They wanted the correct interpretation, and so they asked him, and Jesus said, it's all about you living in abundance. So Jesus was a rabbi. So a rabbi once said, every scripture has at least four dimensions of revelation and thus interpretation. Please write that down. Every scripture. And each dimension has hundreds of layers to the extent that you can spend a lifetime excavating. Just one biblical account and never exhaust its application. Each one of these levels has 600,000 sub-levels. You're going to love this. 600,000 sub-levels. There were four dimensions of development and interpretation. Thus, it was important to have disciples because they, they would get a teaching But it was only one layer and they would go deeper and deeper and deeper by the Holy Spirit until they had full understanding and thus full ability to apply it where it mattered most. So let's look at the four levels of interpretation and revelation. Number one, and this is how uh, Jewish rabbis, they learn So if you went to a Hebrew school and you were learning how to be a rabbi, you would learn these four dimensions. The first dimension is peset, peset, and it's P-S-H-A-T. You could say peset, peset, but that's the first level. The second one is dresh, D-apostrophe-R-A-S-H. The next one is remez, R-E-M-E-Z, and the fourth one is sod. So let's just break each one. So the first level um, of interpretation would be the fichette. So this is the first level within which you will find the literal and obvious dimension of meaning. So it helps us with, with lower level of learning because it exposes us to what the text appears to be. On this plane, there are six I mean, there are six hundred thousand levels. So this is what you will get in Bible study. That's your first. The second is duress, and that's investigation. So you 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 go from the obvious, and then you start investigating. So within the second dimension, you will explore the allegories, the hints, the allusions, the codes, and that second one would be hermeneutics. And this is where you would begin to exegete words. And this is this is where you provide the shape and the texture and the meaning of words. This is something I love to do. And so you'll get the alphabet. So this is the madras and the talmud. This is where you would, would, would go with that. The third level is remez. And this is where you have the interrelationship between words. So there are 600,000 levels deep within that level. So that's the third category. So you move from hermeneutics to homiletics. And this is where you dig deep into the ethical, the legal, the moral, the psychological analysis of the scriptures. The next one is sod. It's given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. This is where the mysteries are revealed. Deuteronomy 29, 29 is given to you to know the mystery. That's the sod level. So you're going from just a regular Bible study, and then you're digging down to hermeneutics and, and then homiletics, and then you you, you, you you go from you know shape and color and texture of the text, and then you dig right down and you look for the interrelationship with the word, and then you go down to the level of the mysteries it's given to you. This is why discipleship is important. This is why when you get a revelation of the kingdom of heaven, you have to be in a steady flow of it, at least for seven years. Because from the day you get a revelation on something, and that revelation becomes a rhema word where you say, I understand, then you need to handle that for seven years before you have a paradigm shift. Okay? So you've got to stay in a steady flow of it. So that means when God said, you've got to study the Torah, or study my word day and night, um, therein you'll make your way prosperous, and you'll have good success. It was saying, don't just study it from the surface go all the way down to the mystery the the fourth level of revelation so there are 600,000 on each level there's four levels so if you take 600,000 times 4 that's 2.4 million so that's that's a lot of dimensions a lot of prisms a lot of interpretation So that means that if, if you write on faith and your wife wipes on faith and I write on faith and you write on faith and you write on faith and you write on faith, we never exhaust it because there were 2.4 million layers. So 2.4 million people could write and have a different spin on faith. Are you getting it? It's all perspective. But now hold on one minute. This goes a little deeper because these are just dimensions and every dimension has 70 facets. So you take 2.4, multiply it by 70, and you end up with 168 million. You can get out of one text, if you sit with it long enough, you can get 168 million revelation out of one text. So no preacher should ever be intimidated to preach a revelation because there's no one person that has been given all 168 million revelation on a text, And that means you can study. That's why you master. It's fine for you to preach this and preach that and preach the other, but master something. Have mas- My mastery is over the kingdom. I'm the kingdom girl. I'm the prayer girl, but I'm still, you know, when I wrote my first book, my second my third my fourth and then they say write a fifth book I was like what can I write and so I sat with the text got another revelation then they said can you write another one what do I write about and all God did just sitting with him and, and taking the counsel all he did was just turn prayer like this yeah. I'm still not finished turn the kingdom just like this. I'm still not finished and he keeps turning it be a master at something be known for something figure out what it is, sit with it and let the Holy Spirit just take you all the way down from from the top part of the revelation, all the way down to to, uh, 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 Sod and then let him unearth it. 168 million. That's a whole lot. So as we begin to excavate the principles contained in the parables, I want you to go back And I want you to sit with each principle and meditate on it. Meditate on it for an entire week. Don't let it go. Use it for your Bible studies, your Bible devotion. We could just spend our entire lifetime alone teaching, understanding the message of the kingdom and then just the parables. Because there's more to the kingdom than just parables. But if we could just understand the parables and if you could just take that Can you imagine what your life is going to look like a year from now? The secret things belong unto God. But those things that are revealed, those things that are revealed belong unto man. What is heaven pregnant with that is awaiting just one question from you? What is heaven heaven pregnant with that it wants to reveal to you? Is there, is there a new innovation? Is, is there something God wants to download through you that will push your industry forward? Is there, is, is is there a solution to some problem? The problem for cancer is already in the realm of the spirit. It is given to you to know the mysteries, the ideologies, philosophies, the innovation, the principles, the tools that is given to you, but is not given unto them. How is the world getting richer and we're getting poorer? Because we refuse to be a disciple of the kingdom. I decree that will not be you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper?